0: Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I am your host, Winston Wittes, and I'm here today with a very special topic. That's right, today's topic is intuition. (laughs) Intuition. Using your intuition, finding your intuition, what is intuition, where does it come from, where does it lead to. All these fascinating questions and more will be answered in today's episode. And if not answered, at least alluded to. And if not alluded to, at least I'll probably bring it up. And if I don't bring it up, I probably forgot about it or got sidetracked. So, in which case, maybe we'll hit it on a future episode. But for today, let's assume that I will stay on target with intuition. So let's start us off. What is intuition? Where does it come from? Why is it useful? Is it useful? Is it useful? So intuition comes from some other language that's older than the language that we speak today. And it basically means tuition is to pay, right? If you pay tuition to a school, you are paying for this education, for this knowledge, for this wisdom. That is the tuition that you pay for your education. If you have intuition, you are paying attention inward, in, to the inner knowledge, to the inner wisdom. So you are looking within for knowledge. So this is, this can be very important. There's all sorts of different techniques, there's different strategies, different tricks. And what I'm going to talk about today is some of my personal favorites and some of that I know that other people, other successful people have used to grow their businesses, to to improve their personal lives. And so I'm going to share some of those ways that I've read about or studied about in some way, as well as my own that I have intuitively discovered. Aha. Yeah. So... Why is intuition important? What is intuition, and why is it important? We've talked a little bit about what it is. It is the knowledge. It is sometimes an inner guidance, or a guidance that comes from within. Such as uh, sometimes it's a hunch, right, or a gut feeling for some people. And an intuition. It's not always clear. Sometimes it's kind of it's kind of nebulous. It's kind of in there somewhere. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's hard to tell the difference if it's actually working or not. And I think that's where it can be really tricky, especially if we've ever tried to follow our intuition and then maybe misread it or panicked and didn't follow it and then had some kind of negative consequences afterward or less than desirable consequences. Then it's like, gosh darn it, I can't trust my intuition. I don't know if it's leading me astray or if I'm just not reading it correctly. It could be very frustrating. It can be beyond frustrating. It can be downright dangerous in certain instances. What kind of instances? Where, how could it be dangerous? Okay? Well, let's say uh, let's say you're trying to decide whether you want to work with someone or not, this potential business partner. And your intuition is maybe trying to tell you, no, there's something off. There's something not quite right. This is not a good deal. This is not a good opportunity. But your head says, hey, look, everything looks great. Everything seems great. I like this person. They're so awesome. How could anything possibly go wrong? Right? That's what the head says sometimes. And the intuition's like, oh, you will find out. You will find out. But it's trying to tell you maybe it's even giving you signs like maybe your stomach is upset or it's like pointing you in some other direction or maybe you're hearing that voice in your head the, the conscience maybe it's saying hey it's not all it's cracked up to be or get out what you can or avoid this person but then your head has its own noise going on and sometimes it's it's louder depending on which one we listen to more often which one are we more often tuned into if we're more tuned into the voices in our head then it'll be easier to hear those. It'll be more of a consistent pattern to hear those versus our intuition. Where does the intuition come from? We Okay, we said inside, but where inside? Is it in the head? Is it in our mind, whatever that is? Is it in our heart? Does it come from our heart or our stomach, our gut? And like I already said, for some of us, it's like a gut feeling. Some people have like a physical, actual gut feeling Some people, it's more just like a sense. Some people, I believe, the auditory type folks have more of like auditory guidance. Maybe it's more a a wiser voice in the head of all the voices with all the different personalities. And when I say voices in the head, this is not like there's, you know, obviously there are people who have sicknesses where the voices in the head are louder than their quote unquote own voice. Or, you know, they, they have trouble distinguishing or they can't shut them off. But we all have voices in our head for the most part. And we just think it's us. Well, it's just me. I'm just talking to myself. <laughs> you are talking to yourself. That's kind of a weird thing if you break it down. Who are you? And who are you to talk to yourself? That... That sentence implies that there are two different parts of yourself. One that's doing the talking, one that's being talked to. So if there's a part of us that's beyond those voices, beyond the, the chatter of the monkey mind, what is that voice saying? What is that? Since I, I had a great one the other day. I was looking for... Something, I think, um, oh yes, I, I packed up my uh, some equipment that I want to bring into the office. And I had made a couple trips out to the car. I was very excited to be getting this stuff out of my house <laughs> to make some space. But also to put this piece of equipment to work because it's been just collecting dust for a few years. And I really want to, it's actually a DVD, CD duplicator. So I used to put out a lot of CDs when I was promoting u- music, promoting events used to burn thousands of CDs. Then I got out of that part of the music industry, the music entertainment business. I wasn't promoting it in that same way and it's been sitting there and so I wanted to use it for some marketing that I'm doing right now. Anyway, um, I thought I had done it all and I was going to be leaving but for some reason I felt myself being drawn back out into the garage. I didn't know why, but I went with it. Instead of being like, "No, I gotta go," just let's just go. I let I followed it, and I don't do that all the time. But when I do, it's magical sometimes. Usually, and this was one of those times because then I felt myself, like you know, first of all, I was just standing there in the garage, just like, "Okay, why am I here again?" I forgot. But oh yeah, so I just feel like I'm supposed to be here, and I felt drawn kind of to the corner. I was like, "Well, maybe let's just go do a once over." And I did. I found a cable that I would need to make this thing work. Yay! And then I realized, hey, that was my intuition. He was guiding me to find this. How fortuitous that this happened because otherwise I would have gone all the way over to my office, half hour, hour, probably hour in traffic, and I would not have had it. And I would have felt pretty upset with myself. So that was awesome, and I recognized, hey, thanks, Intuition, and I thanked it. And I said, thanks. I said, I'm going to listen to you more often. And so that seems kind of silly, but it's actually, it's actually important. Because the habits, right? If I'm habitually listening to the voices in my head, you know, they're going to they talk about all sorts of random stuff. Some of it has nothing to do with anything right? It's just the chatter. It's the monkey mind. It just wants to keep busy. It wants to keep talking. It wants to fill the fill the void, fill the gaps, fill the silence. So if I let it run its course, it's going to mostly be talking about frivolous stuff, not stuff that's going to mean anything for the most part. But if I practice t- tuning into the silence, the space between, if I learn to read between the lines of the voices in my head, then I get better at that. Just practice, right? What's my daily practice? What's my ritual? What's my things that I do to help me get to that kind of listening? Because that's where the intuition lies for me. It's probably probably different for everybody, but there's probably some similarities. So, if you figure out what it is for you, okay? If you're a feeling empathic person, you maybe feel it more in your gut. If you are more of a um, audio auditory person you maybe hear a, a divine voice or a very wise voice. If you are a tactile person sensory uh, physically physical sensory type oriented person then maybe it's also gut feeling you maybe you get tingles when you're getting close to something or when you think of something. For me, also, one that I get really good, when I know I've got a really good one, I get tingles. Like my, I feel the alignment just like click in my body and then I feel tingles throughout. Like the the vibrations just all align and my body gets tingly. It's awesome. That's when I know I'm on something. Now what I've also learned from my own experience, from myself, and the way this generally happens, is it doesn't necessarily mean that I should go do that thing right then and there. Like I'm an action taker, right? And so for me, I just sometimes take action. I'm also an entrepreneur, so I'll put that out there. So, um, which comes first—the taking action part or the being an entrepreneur—makes me take the action. I don't know, but whatever it is, I I do that. And so, but what I've learned is just because. I'm taking, act just because I get that tingle, or I get that intuition, like, hey, this is going to be a big one, hey, this is important, hey, do this, doesn't necessarily mean, hey, let's do it right now, let's do it today, because... Incoming call. Friends, oh, yeah, so I've got this. Oh, this is a... Oh, goodness. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I didn't start this off with this show. I figure most of you listen to the show all the time, or listen to all the episodes, I should say, I guess. Um, I don't... You know, if if this is the first uh, Find Your Flow podcast, I'll just reiterate for you that I do these shows sometimes lately from my car because it's a perfect time. It's a very flowing time for me to be able to share these thoughts with you. And uh, so sometimes you'll hear things like me using my blinker, which is a a perfect segue into my public service announcement. Yay! Yay! So my public service announcement, while we're talking about this, we'll take a little, little break from the intuitive talk. Public service announcement, use your blinkers because we can signal to each other when we're going to turn. It's an awesome invention. It will create more social flow in the world because if I'm letting you know I'm turning left, then you can plan your life more accordingly. You can be aware of my intentions. I am literally signaling to the world my intentions which is a powerful, powerful practice, right? I'm being clear, I'm being deliberate. I'm thinking ahead because do I do it all the time? No, I wish I could tell you that I'm the perfect signaler in when driving, but well, I'm pretty darn good. I do it, I'd say probably 90% of the time, maybe 95%. But that five to 10% of the time where I'm not sure where I'm going or I spaced out and you know, or last minute changes or whatever, all of a sudden I didn't signal and you know if you see me that one time you're like oh there's Winston what a hypocrite but well, he's talking about using your turn signals and then doesn't do it yeah then I'm sorry sorry and it's mean to do it most of the time I'm pretty good about it anyway that's what you hear in the background that's why self-driving back to intuition alright so our intuition if we or tuning into it, or tapping into it. We practice tapping into it, whichever modality is easiest and best for us. Oh yeah, for me, even when I have the really good ones, I, I learned that it's still in how you apply it too, right? Sometimes because just because I know like, oh, this is a great idea. Like, I'll give you uh, an example, right? I one of the, my a life peak experience for me it was an intuition. It was also like a very deep experience. Uh, 1999, New Year's Eve of 2000, and had this great intuition, this great epiphany about writing the Find Your Flow book, books, and practicing the, creating this Find Your Flow lifestyle, where it doesn't matter what your flow, favorite flow activities are. What is the connection? Is this idea of finding flow in whatever it is that you do whatever your things are that you do. So it's different for everyone, but there's this similarity of understanding the process of getting into a flow state and uniting around that, practicing that together, being aware of that. And then being able to connect on a more niche down, niche down level of like, oh, I like to do this. Like I like to surf or I like to do jujitsu. I like to do music or I like to whatever. Okay, so there's... There's that. There's the intuition part, but then there's sometimes the application part. Because it took me fifteen years or something to put out the first book—fourteen years, maybe. That's a long time, and there were, and and a good majority of that time, I kept feeling like I was supposed to have done it or be doing it. And I was. I was doing chipping away, chipping away. That's a heck of a long time, right? Like the way I understood it at first when it hit me was like, boom, do this today, like yeah, this is it, you're going to do this right away, boom. I had no idea it was going to be like a lifelong journey or lifelong mission. It just, you know. So what's the point? The point is practice. Practicing it, practice makes perfect. The more you practice listening, the easier it gets to listen, the clearer that message gets because then you can distinguish the intuitions from the chatter. That builds your confidence when you can easily tell the difference. Because if you're not if you can't tell the difference, then you're kind of floating, right? It's kind of like gambling or not you know, if you're making these uneducated decisions, you're gonna get uneducated results, which usually are less desirable. That's usually school hard knocks route. But if you get educated, where are you getting the education from? Inside from the part of you that's wise, from the part of you that's divine, from the part of you that is in touch and in tune and is not distorted by the monkey mind, not distorted by all the noise, the talking heads, all the fear mongers on the news and in all forms of media and entertainment In online, on billboards, everywhere you look. It's out there, the default world. And that's okay. That's the contrast. We need that to a certain degree to be able to see the difference, to experience the difference. To be able to test ourselves, to be able to practice, to be able to experience for ourselves the difference between Going along with the default world experience, and/or testing out our ability to tune into our intuition, and testing those results against the default results—it's like a superpower. It's a superpower that each of us has, but that how many of us actually use? Like, what if? you really knew the power of your intuition. If you could sense certain things before they happened, or what to do with your life, or how to avoid X, or how to, avoid, how to experience Y, or these things, if you had a superpower that could help you do that better, but all it requires is time and practice, how many of us would do it and I'm not uh, you know again I'm not here to judge I'm not here to say do it this way or do it that way all I'm saying is I'm just asking the questions <laughs> you get to answer them for yourselves and then sometimes I throw in some of my own experiences and hopefully that gives uh, some perspective so I do not practice this regularly I get lucky every once in a while but here's the thing I do have a system for doing it that works for me Uh, And I have certain things that I know that will help me experience better connection to my intuitions. And so that's part of the flow. That's part of how this ties together. So I'm going to try to wrap this up, bring this home here for you. So flow experiences, being in the flow, the mind, the monkey mind, the chattering noise in our heads can be subverted or bypassed in a flow state. That's the beauty of getting into flow, is that that mind is distracted or shut off or blocked out while the body, while the higher intuitive thought processes, while the divine guidances come through, Un, un, undistorted clearly how about that come through more clearly they come through more fluently more fluidly allowing you to experience the direct guidance of the divine within you and without you because once the ego jumps in once the voices in our head jump in they start talking in this world language right they start guiding us in to buy things or to to feel inadequate in some way because that that further pushes us to buy something that will make us feel more adequate or make us feel better about ourselves in some way whether we realize that's the reason or not you know that's yeah a big thing that happens out here in this world but if we can get beyond that for a minute And let the intuition guide us, then our results will be different than those being experienced by most other people who are not aware of them or who do not practice them or who are caught up in default world. Alright, so the flow state, mind flow, body flow. For me, getting in the body flow helps facilitate good mind flow. So, if I am, you'll never see me or rarely, very rarely see me just watching TV. And you can ask my wife about this for those of you who know her. I will never just be watching TV, I will almost always have something else going on. I will either be practicing some magic slights, I will be practicing jujitsu on the floor, I'll be practicing some kind of stretching technique, I'll be doing something that does not require my mental input. Something that I've gotten into my muscle memory. And that allows my mind to be flowing and my body to be flowing and picking up that muscle memory, getting those repetitions in. So that way when I go to do that thing, it's already there. It's in the muscles. That gets me into flow quickly and easily because if I had to think about the thing I was doing that would require brain power that would require thinking that would require processing and that slows down the flow because if i'm not processing as fast as the flow of the energy of the universe is moving through me then i've got then i'm adding distortion then i am adding bumps like if you ever have a computer and you can hear it thinking like like that the electricity the information can't flow through it because it's got pieces of Data, like all messed up, it, all fragmented, right? It can't flow smoothly because there's like weird spaces or disconnects and so it's got to kind of jump around and reposition. So then you run a defrag, right? You defragment the hard drive and all of a sudden it goes from... and maybe this is only on older computers. I may already be dating myself. Some of you young people don't even probably have a clue what I'm talking about. But for everybody, hopefully you kind of get the <laughs> kind of get where I'm going with this. But if you can defrag and move all that noise out, move all the f- fragmentation out, all those little open loops, get them out of the head, so that the information can just flow straight through. Now you're in flow. You got mind flow. And for me, like I said, it's easiest if I start it by going through something with the body flow. If I could put some part of my body on autopilot, like flipping coins, or um, you know, practicing chokes on on my uh, jujitsu dummy. That allows my mind to get into a flow state, and from a flow state, it's much more easy for me to be open to my intuitions. Intuitions, right? So if I'm in that flow state, and let's say I want to discover something along the lines of you know X Y Z, then I can start with something like that to get me into the state, and then I can gently bring that question back into my experience, and it'll be much easier for me to, to feel or experience, receive those higher, higher frequency vibrations, the higher frequency guidance, because I'm not interfering with it at the mind level. My ego is, is distracted or shut off for the time being, and I'm getting better guidance from my intuition. Does that make sense? i hope so so what is it that so that's why this flow experience find your flow it's not like hey do winston's flow because he says so or he's the guy doing the things you know no that's not it you figure out whatever it is if you if you think the things i do sound cool and you want to try and by all means you know I'll, i'll yeah do it but if you think like you know you have your own versions of these things or you have something that's completely different by all means do your thing find your flow, friend. Okay? I think you get the idea. So that's it. Use the thing that you do to get into your flow state so that you can then tap into your intuition easier and more flowingly than you ever thought possible because at that level you no longer have to think. That's right. Even without thinking, Your intuition is starting to reach out to you and guide you more and more. And the more you notice those things in your life that are guided to you by your intuition, the easier it becomes for you to tap into your intuition even more. And the more you tap into it, the easier it becomes to be guided by it. And the easier it becomes to be guided by it, the more you experience those coincidences, those serendipities, those divine moments of inspiration that you so desire, that you so love and that comes to you so easily now and I'm happy that you're feeling these feelings of good vibrations, these good intuitions, these aha moments that guide you and inspire you and keep you going on your path here in this lifetime, your mission, your purpose. Feeling it now. Feeling that even if you're not entirely clear, it's okay because you are in exactly the right place at exactly the right time. And to the extent that you allow yourself to just be and allow the monkey mind to just dissipate and be quiet and allow the true pure guidance of your your deeply powerful and knowing self. Your higher self. The most wisest information and energy in the universe to flow through you. You can now effortlessly experience these good feelings. You can feel them now. You don't need a reason. You can actually just be the reason. You can be that happiness. And like a magnet, you start to attract the people, the places, the situations and experiences that reinforce this feeling of goodness, of happiness, of flowingness in your life experience. And the more you allow that into your life now, the easier it becomes to recognize it and who you are while you're experiencing this flowingness, this divine intuition and guidance. That is the same you that can easily take you forward into the future to help you realize your deepest goals, your deepest passions and ambitions. Because there's a part of you that knows you're met for so much. And it's not always easy to see who or how to get there, who you need to be, how how you need to get there, what you need to do. But as you focus on it, as you allow yourself to imagine what it's like to already be that person, there's a part of you that already is there and there's a part of you that's already changing to become more and more this idealized person, this true self that you are, that you are already becoming, that you are the I am, that you are the being, that you are the never ending improvement of yourself, that you are the self-realizing version of yourself, and because you are already that person, you are now experiencing that even more here now, and you can feel good knowing that this part of you that's everywhere at once is allowing you to be here now in this moment. highest and best version of yourself and if you are already that person as you are then how much easier how much more naturally are you already starting to allow that highest and best version of yourself to shine through how much more simply do you find yourself listening to your intuition now and how are the people around you noticing these changes in you when you look at them and you hear them talking about you being being aware of your presence in a room what things are they noticing about the new and improved version of you the part of you that is more connected to your true self the part of you that is already in touch with your intuition the part of you that seems lucky like you, you're just divinely guided. Like everything just seems to fall in place for you. And maybe it's a little thing. Maybe it seems insignificant to yourself or somebody else. But the part of you that recognizes that divine connection, that divine synchronicity, that is the part that is able to tune into it now and expand it going forward out into everything that you do and even the moments that seem down or out of touch or out of alignment, you recognize those as opportunities to step up, to reconnect. You recognize them as moments of contrast and you can even be thankful for those moments because they allow you to experience an even deeper reconnection with your true self, with the intuition, with your highest and best version of yourself. And because you're more and more aware of this contrast it becomes easier and easier for you to tune in to the parts that you enjoy your intuition your sense of well-being your divine purpose your divine mission the whole reason you are here in this life to help the people that you are divinely and uniquely positioned to be able to help with your own personal experiences and maybe it's just you, and maybe just by being the best version of yourself, you are already changing the world, your world, the people who look up to you, the people who are comparing themselves to you, the people who are seeing you as someone that they would like to be like. And you may think that there's nobody like that for you, but I would disagree. I would bet that there are people looking up to you in some way. And we could go around and try to change other people, but we know how that works. (laughs) So it starts with us, right? The highest and best version of ourselves. And how do we get there? Well, I can't tell you how you can get there, but you can tell you how to get there. And not just you, the monkey mind chatterbox, but the true you. The you that is all-knowing, the you that is connected to everything, everywhere, all at once. That you is trying to guide you. Will you let it? Are you already letting it? And how are you now allowing it in even more? And what is that doing for you in your life? And all the ways that you are already imagining this improving your life. And I want you to take that with you and experience that now. And know that going forward, you can always reconnect to it. That it's always there. And until next time, my friend, be flowing.